0: And welcome to the 4th Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 316 of the big show. Some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Oh, it's that time, folks. That's right. Ice Wars time. Yes, Ice Wars 3 right around the corner. This Saturday, July 15th. Live from Cheyenne, Wyoming. And uh, it is going to be on $20 on pay-per-view on Live 1. I would suggest you get it Brinks TV. Oh, it's gonna be something to see. We have an eight-man heavyweight tournament. We had a couple single bouts. We had Travis Check taking on Cole Johnson, and in the main event, just the Smoke versus Bo Cornell. Eight-man eight-man heavyweight tournament. Oh, it's gonna be something. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this event. Um, it's the first time in the United States for Ice Wars. Um, the first two were in Edmonton, and I was there live at both of them. Enjoyed it immensely. I uh, had a good time uh, Live it's great uh, and this will be my first. I'm not gonna be in Wyoming unfortunately, but I'm gonna be tuning in on pay-per-view gonna do a Kind of a live chat maybe a live YouTube I got a bunch of about 10 or 12 guys that I think are gonna join in and we're gonna sit around and drink beers and yell and scream at the TV and make some bets and spreads.ca for you Canadian listeners out there. You can bet on Ice Wars um, Yeah we going to make some bets, going to uh, drink some beers, and we're going to watch some fights. It's going to be a good time. So, um, as always with these events, uh, as always, I guess two, um, I have done an ice wars preview show and I have Alec from the Five for Fighting podcast. He joins and Jay out in Iowa, a friend, UHL legends on Facebook. And, uh, the two of us, or the two of, the two of them plus me, the three of us sit down and break down, um, the matchups and who we think are going to win, and uh, kind of try to give some background about each guy if we know it, and uh, and uh, yeah. So I wanted to get them on again, of course for for three. Sorry, folks i've been uh, I've been into the uh, the Bush Ice, so uh, forgive me. Um, but yeah, they uh, they always enjoy doing it, and they're going to be on the live chat with me on Saturday. And uh, got a, actually when we did the Ice Wars Two preview preview show I I did it and then obviously I went to Ice Wars and I got some in person I got some really positive feedback I got a lot of positive feedback from people about the preview show. And I mean we we laugh and joke and tell, you know, and have some laughs when we're doing it and everything. But we're serious when we talk about the guys, it's it's um nothing but respect for the guys taking part. And uh you know and if we have some background information on guys, we'll give it. And um and yeah, I was really proud of those preview episodes. And, uh, and I enjoyed this one. And a special one with this is I also interviewed Charlie Nama, who is the president of Ice Wars. And, uh, for about 15 minutes, and I just talked about the, you know, the rules and the jerseys and what they plan on doing going forward with the event and that type of thing. And it's right from the horse's mouth. You got it from the, the, from the president himself. So I'm going to start the show with my interview with Charlie, and then after that, we're going to get into the uh, the review, the preview show with uh, Alec and Jay. And uh, I'm not quite sure. I think we go for about half an hour, forty-five minutes. The the preview show, and um, yeah. And normally my event, my uh, my episodes come out Wednesday and Sunday. Um, I had to kind of hold it up for for Alec and Jay. We uh, you know with work and. And other commitments, we weren't able to get Tuesday night to uh, to record, so a couple days late, but nonetheless, I get the event's on Saturday, so this will be out, well, as I'm recording, what is it, 9.45, eh, Thursday, late Thursday night, early Friday morning, it'll be out, so, you know, a couple days in advance, not as, you know, I'd like to have it out earlier, but unfortunately it didn't work out, but, um, anyway, I'm, gonna, I'm done yapping, let's get into it, um, First of all, I'm going to have Charlie Nam, the president of Ice Wars, on for about 15 minutes, and we're going to talk about, uh, about, uh, just what's happening with the, with the whole deal and, and rules and looking forward to Wyoming and everything else. And then after that, I'm going to have, uh, Jay and Alec on, and we're going to do the, uh, preview show. So, uh, I, I, uh, yeah. I'm just rambling at this point, folks. I don't know. I, I, I'm just doing this intro really quick, so. But, um, yes, Saturday, July 15th, live in Cheyenne, Wyoming, uh, Ice Wars 3, live on pay per view, live one is where you can go. I will put all the links in the description. And, uh, and like I said, if you're a Canadian resident and you want to, pl- and you want to make, and you're a betting man and you want to make some bets, spreads.ca. I know, unfortunately, this show is sponsored by DraftKings. I'm on the Hockey Podcast Network. So, I'm 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 uh, promoting another site, but um, them's the breaks. Hey, DraftKings, get in on this. Get some ice wars going on your on your uh, on your platform. But uh, yeah, we uh, we talk about all that on the preview show, and uh, I hope you guys dig it. No, like I said, normally with this show, we I'm on Wednesdays and Sundays. So um, yeah, three hundred and. 15 episodes you can go back and check out and i've had all the i've had a bunch of ice wars guys on and uh And going forward here um after the event is done and everybody flies home and you know gets back into the regular routine of things um i'm gonna talk to a couple of the competitors Just to have their just to listen to their experiences and what they went through and uh and what's what uh what their future holds so Yeah, definitely. I, I hope you You uh tune in and check that out, but uh in the meantime Whatever platform you're listening to this, as I always say, iTunes, Spotify, what have you, if you could rate and review my show, I would greatly appreciate it. It helps me out in the algorithms. If you happen to be on YouTube, Fourth Line Voice on YouTube, I have over 2,000 videos on there. Um, Any fight from any league that you're looking for, check it out. WHL, OHL, NHL, AHL, you name it, it's on there. So definitely give uh, that that a look. And if you enjoy it, hit the subscribe button, like the videos that you're watching. Again, YouTube loves that stuff, so that would greatly, uh, that would help me out greatly. So, um, anyway, enough of my rambling here on a late Thursday night. Let's get into this. Uh, first of all, here's my interview with Charlie Nama, the president of Ice Wars, and then after that, we get into the Ice Wars Three Preview Show with Alec from the Five for Fighting Podcast and Jay, my boy from Iowa. There on Facebook, he is known as UHL Legends. And uh, I've always had fun talking to those guys. And if you're a listener and you happen to be around Saturday night, hit me up on Facebook or on Twitter, fourth line voice and uh, send me a message and join our group chat. Love to have you. And uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to be drinking, betting and yelling at the TV. So it'll be lots of fun. But uh, anyway, folks, I'm going to get out of here. Let's get into this, my chat with Charlie. And then afterwards the preview show. Thank you very much for tuning in. And, uh, Ice Wars Three, Saturday, July fifteenth, live one, pay per view, twenty bucks. Everybody's got twenty bucks. Get the boys together, grab some beers, and have at her. All right, guys, enjoy. Thanks, everybody. All right, here we are on the fourth line. Voice, I have a special guest, the the ma- the main man in charge of Ice Wars, Charlie Nama. Charlie, how you doing? I'm doing good today. How are you? Very good. I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, I know you're a busy guy getting everything going. As we're four days out from the big event, Ice Wars Three, Cheyenne, Wyoming, uh, Saturday night, Outlaw Saloon. Um, how are you feeling? Four days out. How How is everything? It's pretty exciting, actually. It's been met with a
1: great reception here. Cheyenne's been behind it the whole way, and uh, and uh, you know
0: it's a good crowd coming up for sure. And the pay-per-view numbers are up already. It's looking really good. Excellent, excellent. Um, well, of course, you were part of the first two as well that took place at Edmonton, and I was there at Edmonton and got to meet you and, and all the crew and uh, had a great time. Um, just the, what are the differences with uh, Edmonton and, and Cheyenne for you guys? Well, you the difference the differences
1: are, are the population base in the States is much bigger. Yeah. Know, it's, it's sort of a larger audience. The media has taken it to uh, much more serious than Canada, um, and uh, we've had the opportunity to have a lot of American fighters join us too, which is great.
0: Excellent. Just just in terms of uh, of the growth from the like I said, you were there on the ground floor at number one, and uh, how has it been? Has it been pretty steady, or is it uh, like was there a growth from one to two? And you know, how are you happy with that? And uh, where are you guys at? You figure. We're super happy with the
1: growth. It's actually growing a lot faster than we thought it would. We thought it would take a year or two to get to where we are. So things are coming along nicely. And like I said, a bigger audience in the U.S. Uh, makes it a little easier too. And like I said, the media also is really picking up on it here. We've had some great, great uh, articles all over the United States, and it continues
0: to grow. That's excellent. Yeah, well, and like you said, just with the population and all the different media outlets and uh Yeah, I mean, obviously that, uh, you know, it's a a big step for you guys, uh, you know, obviously to get down in the States and get that foothold going. Um, Just in terms of um, just just getting it going, because I can remember way back when... uh, you know, with the UFC and and their battles trying to get commissions and everything. And I mean, obviously ice wars, it's a new combat sport. Um, how has it been talking with the, with the different, cause I know as you go into different States, there's different commissions and all that. How, how has, how have they been, uh, as far as like, have they been receptive to the idea of ice wars? How has that gone? You know, they're receptive now at first they
1: weren't, but the doors are opening more and more every day. Uh, we're talking to to, uh, numerous commissions and, uh, uh, the doors are opening a lot easier than at first when we first tried it. So I think, um, you'll see us in, you know, five or six States
0: in the next, uh, six months or so. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah, now in terms of, um, well, we were just kind of right before we got going here, obviously we talked John Murasti is now sort of, uh, he's the commissioner of ice wars. He's sort of in charge of, uh, of recruiting the fighters. Um, how has that whole process been for you guys? Like, even going back to the first two, has it been, well, I mean, the first one is obviously new and everything, but, like, has it, uh, have you got, like, I don't know, what's the, I guess, application, so to speak? Have you been, have you guys been doing the one sort of being proactive and going after certain guys, or how is that whole, how do you guys go about recruiting the fighters?
1: Well, the application process, at first it was tough to get guys. But now it's growing daily, and and the levels of the fighters are growing higher as well. So I think um, the more shows we do, the more interest from different uh, fighters is coming, obviously, piquing their interest, and uh, the applications are are filing in daily. Yeah,
0: and I know, um, like, for back, (coughs) pardon me, um, you know, back when I initially talked with you and AJ at the first couple and stuff and there was the there's kind of a boxers MMA thing you want to you know there's I mean I know there's a couple MMA guys in the tournament coming up here uh, on Saturday um, has it sort of been I'll ask you now is it been is it do you want do you want are you are you looking more for hockey players is that kind of your first go to or does it matter or would you like to get more MMA guys involved like well, it's surprising how many MMA guys play hockey. Yeah. And they're coming
1: into the woodwork. It's it's amazing, actually, both female and male. Um, so everybody has a hockey background of some sort because you can't fight on ice if you don't know how to play hockey or skate properly. So it's amazing, though, how many MMA fighters have reached out with a hockey background. We've got three guys in the fight this weekend, uh, two, two MMA guys and one uh, professional kickboxer.
0: Uh, who have strong hockey backgrounds which is nice yeah yeah well and it's interesting when you obviously you said the female actually a couple of weeks back of course I had I had haley Ross on the show and of course she from yeah. Meadow Lake here and she was set to become the first female fighter and unfortunately I heard her fights fell through is is that something I mean obviously you guys are going forward with the females has it uh, is that obviously something you're you're looking to do in the future? The next fight will have female fighters for sure. This one is very disappointing. At the last minute, one of
1: the girls canceled, and we had a replacement, but she wasn't medically cleared yet. So we didn't want to leave it to the last minute, and um, Haley was very disappointed, as we were,
0: and uh, she'll be in the next fights for sure. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I know. Cause I know when I was talking to her there, she was really excited. And of course, she's from Metal Lake and, you know, had, you know, and has known John yeah. Marasky for a while. So yeah, it was interesting. I was hoping to see the, you know, the local gal there get, get into her. But, uh, I guess, you know, right around the corner, we'll get her at number four. So, um, no, that's great. Um, like now in terms of the hockey players, have you guys, I mean, you know, obviously I'm not asking for names or anything like that, but it's like, has, have you kind of I know you you as we were saying Morasti sort of in charge of that but have you sort of yes. kind of given them the maybe mentioned like kind of get active players has that sort of been the goal like
1: have... yes we want active players for sure as much as possible yeah and uh, but John like John has a good read on that I mean like I said he's been in the game a long time he's a, a fighter himself so he knows what to look for and I'm pretty impressed with what he's done so far. Our levels of fighters have
0: really ramped up this time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in, in terms of the of the sponsorship for the event and everything, um, um, how how has that been been going? Just in general, is it has it been kind of a fight trying to trying to explain, you know, get kind of doors shut in your face when you're trying to explain what it is, or has it been pretty? Uh, how have the sponsors been uh, taken to you guys?
1: Well, actually, I was very surprised. The first few fights, it was like that. Doors were getting slammed. People weren't sure what it was, but now they've kind of grasped it, and they've seen the media take hold of it. So we actually have done unbelievably well this uh, this time for sponsors, even the United States Air Force.
0: Yeah, excellent. Yeah. yeah, we're
1: very happy about that.
0: Yeah, because of course you know obviously being up here in Canada, and uh, you know, you know it's hockey, 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 right? And um, yes. I I know that's sort of the you know, it's almost like, oh, Ice Wars, that's kind of, that's not hockey and that's kind of a disgrace to the game. And like, are you, like, did you guys get a lot? I'm assuming you guys got a lot of that the first little bit. And is that sort of. We, we didn't get a lot of it, but we did get, you
1: know, the naysayers, um, of course. Always. That uh, thought, thought it was uh, bad for the game and stuff like that. But I'd say 80, 90% of the people think it's great because they miss it in hockey today. You know, the hockey game that's played today is not the same as it was when I was growing up.
0: No. You know, it's
1: not as rough and tough. There's no enforcers. Uh, there's no Scott Parkers around, no John Morastis, you know, that type of thing. So I think um, I think people are very receptive to it. In fact, a lot of people in the U.S. said the only reason they watched hockey <laughs> was to watch the fights.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so they're loving this. Yeah. Well, it was funny when we were in Edmonton in the lobby there talking. I think you and I talked about that, our, back in the day, our, our love for the old time enforcers. And I know you're a fan just like I am. Um, yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that. I'm just, I'm going to add, we'll, I'll put you, put your hat, your fan hat on. Charlie, the fan here. What's been your yeah. favorite part of the event so far? Like going back on the first couple, what's been your favorite part of the whole ice wars experience? Well, the favorite part is
1: actually watching how hard the guys work to compete in this and the first one i think a lot of them were not really as conditioned and stuff like that but you watch them come into the second one the guys have worked extremely hard yep. all of our fighters have been amazing loyal guys and done a great job so i think that's my biggest uh
0: as a fan watching it grow how hard the guys work to make this a, a real sport yeah and i think um you know, I know from talking to to a few folks and uh, and yourself, I mean, that's got to be pretty, uh, actually, coming out of the first two, I mean, with uh, some of the guys, a lot of the guys signing uh, you know, kind of pro deals or PTOs coming out of Ice Wars, it was almost like that was their resume. I mean, that's got to be pretty satisfying for you.
1: It was very satisfying. Again, actually, just in the last few weeks, another three or four guys got signed, you know, and I don't think people would have known anything about them had it not been for Ice Wars. So I
0: I, I really feel good about that. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, going forward, do you guys have any type of, I mean, uh, any type of like schedule? Cause as you were saying, you kind of want to get active players, but of course during the winter, they're playing, right? The season's going on. Is it, um, has that, how have you guys kind of looked at that? Have you just sort of spaced out different events or you kind of would like to set up a schedule going forward? Have you, or have you put actually even put that much thought into it? Is it just sort of a uh, event by event type of thing?
1: Well, actually, you know, we're working on a on a schedule right now that'll be announced soon. Um, it's going to be a big surprise to everybody. It's, it's pretty exciting, actually, and it'll be announced in the next few weeks. So, a lot of guys will be able to do this full time rather than even play hockey.
0: Oh, look at that, Charlie! There we go. Little a little tease for the people here. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm getting a little to...
1: tease for the people for sure.
0: But it's going to be a big big announcement
1: shortly, and we're super excited about it. I can't even believe it happened to tell the truth.
0: Right on. Okay. Well, now you got me excited about this. Yeah, this will be interesting. Um, um, going from the, compared to the first two, going into the third one, are there um are there any rule changes in this one compared to the other two? There's been, quite a, there's been quite a few rule changes. We trimmed it up. We actually worked with the boxing commission, set it up.
1: Just a few tricks with the judging and stuff like that to make it simpler for the guys. Um, a lot more safety precautions taken, um, and uh, I think, um, it's, a, it's growing into a sport. So we're sort of refining our rules as we go,
0: but we've got great, great people helping us with that. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, well, and the question and I mean, I've, you know, as I've thrown around ice wars online and, you know, building it up and talking about it, the last two events and the, the most common response in my comment section with people, and I have to ask you, of course, is it's always, Oh, when is it going to be on real ice? Have you guys? Yes. Yeah. Is that going forward? I mean, is that something you're legitimately looking at or do you like it on the synthetic and that's where you're going to stay or is ice the eventual plan?
1: Well, you know, I think the guys are starting to really like the synthetic, yeah. um, but
0: we will not be against
1: doing uh, real ice events as well, too. And we're looking, we're actually looking at a few locations for that right now.
0: Yeah. I know from talking to the guys at the, at the last one, well, even at both of them, uh, they were actually very surprised with how good the synthetic was like compared to the stuff that they had been training on, whatever guy whatever ice you guys were using at the at the in Edmonton, they were like, "Oh, this is like way better than what we what we were using." Well, absolutely. There's different in qualities of ice, of course, yeah. right? So we we bought the best stuff you could ha- have on
1: the market right now, and uh, we'll be constantly upgrading as well. But I I was very surprised myself. i played hockey all my life and uh, it was as close to real ice as, as you can get. So there's been some guys complaining uh, fans saying it's not the same on uh, synthetic
0: ice, but they probably can't skate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I don't know. I was always like, as soon as they start throwing bombs, do you really give a shit if it's on ice or synthetic? Come on, man. (laughs) Really,
1: exactly. And, (laughs) uh,
0: you know, I I think the the, the
1: players at first were a little, uh, you know, I don't know if I like this or not, but now they're used to
0: it and they love it. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, they weren't, uh, yeah. Exactly. I know going into it. Of course, I had guys on the for the first event before it got going. I talked to them, and they were a little leery. But then I know talking to them after the event, they were like, "Oh no, this stuffs. It was good. They didn't have a problem with it." Yeah. Um. As far as the uh, one last thing, I know the for the as far as the jerseys go. Um. Are the guys? I I I don't know why I never asked you this before, but even at the first two, but in are they um. Obviously, it's a standard jersey for each guy. Are they allowed to do any modifications to it? They're not.
1: And this time, we have the fighting straps for sure, and everybody's going to have the fighting straps on. And uh, the guys that designed the jerseys this time, camo jerseys, it's amazing. They actually designed them just for Wyoming with hockey players uh, uh, camo in the background and their beautiful jerseys. So you'll be excited to see those as well.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Cause I don't, I think there, yeah, there was the, I think guys were doing variations of tie downs in the first couple in the first, I think. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So that, well, that makes sense there. You kind of have it across the board. Um, A level playing field for the guys for sure. Exactly. All right, sir. Well, I know I don't want to take up too much of your time, but one last thing, of course, obviously it's uh July 15th, Saturday. Um, where can the folks uh, get it? It's a, it's available on Live One, broadcasting out of
1: Los Angeles, California, and Brinks TV out of Atlanta. And you can head to iwifights.com
0: to order. Excellent. Hey, do you know, uh, I know at the last event, spreads.ca, you could bet on the event. Do you know if there's any betting on this one? Actually, spreads.ca is where you can bet a game. Oh, there we go. Spreads.ca, in folks. In Canada, you can bet on the fights,
1: and we're very excited about that. Spreads is a great company, and they've been great supporters.
0: Well, I tell you, Charlie, la- the last event, I-, I went seven for eight on my bets, so I made a bunch of money, hung out with you guys. I had a good time in Edmonton. Um, as-, as far as, um, you know, obviously, I- I'm I'm biased. I'd love it if it was in Edmonton all the time, but obviously, that's not uh, feasible, but... Is there any plan? I know going forward, everybody wants to go everywhere, but do you have plans of maybe kind of just sticking and trying to grow it in the United States for right now, or do you have any plans of coming back up to Canada anytime soon? Well, we're in talks with uh, Enoch again. They, they've been
1: great to us, right? They started us out, so we yep. will be back in Edmonton soon. I, I can't give you a date, but um, they're so, so great to work with there and such big supporters, and again, they started us out, so we
0: will be back in Edmonton as soon as we can. Oh, that my wife's already excited. <laughs> Great. And I think we'll be
1: met, met with a much bigger reception,
0: too. You know, it's, it's a growing sport.
1: People yep. are, are getting behind it. And uh, like I said, the level of fighters is increasing every day. It's incredible, actually, some of the guys we have.
0: Yeah, no, and exa- and like I said, I've been there from the start. And to see the, your guys' growth, and you can just see it online, right. right? You can just see it online, the the reception that it gets now, and people are talking about it. And when you say Ice Wars, it's not, oh, what's that? People know what that is. So yeah, you can definitely see the growth.
1: Yes, you can. Even here in the States, we you know some of the shows like Gutfelt and stuff like on Fox News picked us up. And they you know, they have huge audiences. And yep. then people really know the name now. So it's it's becoming well known, but again, you have to keep working at it and that's what we're doing.
0: Excellent. And with supporters like you guys, it's just really appreciated absolutely well like i said i know there's going to be a bunch of us doing a viewing party here online and uh we'll be buying the pay-per-view for sure and checking it out and putting our bets in and uh i wish you the best and i uh, hope things go smoothly down there for you and i appreciate you taking the time today look thank you're welcome and thank you very much and we look forward to talking again soon absolutely charlie have a good night you take care thank you And now, here's a word from our sponsor. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings. .com slash sportsbook for details for state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms.
1: And now back to your regularly scheduled program.
0: All right, folks, we're back here on the Fourth Line Voice once again for the Ice Wars preview show, Ice Wars 3, coming up on Saturday, Cheyenne, Wyoming, and, uh, you know, we've done the preview shows for the first two Ice Wars, and I brought the the crew back again for number three. We got Jay out in Iowa, and we got Alec out in North Kakalaki. Boys, how's it going tonight? It's going well. well. Yeah, it's a beautiful night here in Iowa, buddy. Let's get it done. There we the go. The crew is back together. Exactly. Yeah. It is the, well, did you hear Lazito's show? He's the, about well, the Hockey Podcast was... Network. He's calling us the Four Horsemen or something. I don't know. Yeah,
2: with, with you, me, uh, Jordan. Joe, and uh, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Joe just. Jay, 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 Jay you could be an honorary Four Horseman, but yeah. you know, you're kind of, you're an island buddy. I, you know, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm okay bowing out with that one.
0: I think, let's you know, the only reason he brought it up is he's got some assless chaps he wants to put on. <laughs> yeah. So he's now he's calling himself a cowboy. Yeah, he's gonna hey, get.
2: Joe, is that one of your one of your U logs down there? Or are You just excited to see us, buddy? Yeah,
0: he's <laughs> gonna put on assless chaps in his Islanders number one Wang jersey, and uh, they're gonna have Yellowstone role playing night. I think. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Now, now, are we? Do we know for sure that there is
3: not Coliseum? Chronicles branded chaps available for purchase
0: uh, I, that's probably the angle he's setting it up for you know how Joe he'll pump, he'll pimp that merch out uh, here we go B- business genius there.
2: Yeah, it'll be like a runway show. He'll be the sports show, or he'll be the model for it, you know. And everybody, the the reviews and raving will be in after that once they see Joe's beautiful, creamy hamstrings and those bad boys.
0: Oh yeah, walking the streets of Long Island in the hood somewhere. Yeah, there we go. Fashion Week in Milan. Yeah, Joe out here in his assless chaps and his Islander fisherman. I really wish.
3: I really, really wish I had not heard the phrase "creamy hamstrings" tonight.
0: Yeah, there we go. You're,
2: You're welcome. We're, we're, that's the kind of content we provide. fighting show it's what we bring to the table here
0: yeah minute 55 right. in i'm already i'm already losing <laughs> listeners here we go and this and this, folks is your premier ice wars preview show hey the other the number like i was saying to you guys before we got i was in edmonton after the second preview show and i got a number of compliments i'm not going to be in cheyenne this time and i will receive no compliments on this episode i'm sure <laughs> so here we go but uh I know we're pressed for time. Normally we can yap like uh you know, we're in a knitting circle, but diva has gotta get going here in like twenty five minutes, so we'll uh we'll speed this along. But um I have the matchups. He's talking about, he's talking
2: about Jay by the way, not me, just just pointing that out there.
3: Oh thank well, you. It's, it's not it's not my fault the other night when we had a plan that someone got stuck in, yeah, all in of a sudden backwoods, North Carolina.
0: Yeah, talking about his pipe bursting. Uh yeah. fuck, maybe I need Swanee to come fix my pipes. Yeah, see? If you'd had Knuckle Busters Limited, you wouldn't have had these problems in the first place. No. There you go. Me. If you're in Grand Prairie, for all your pipe fitting needs, Knuckle Busters Limited. There you go. All right. Let's get into this. I have the match. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna say right at the start here, Jay and I, Alec had nothing to do with this. This is me here. I went to spreads.ca. Oh, I'm going to get heat with DraftKings now. I just thought of that. Holy. Anyway, I went to spreads.ca, the Canadian betting site, and you can bet on Ice Wars at the event, or at, uh, on the event, uh, it's for Canadians only, unfortunately for the listeners out there, the American listeners, but uh, Canadian listeners, I suggest you get in on it, and they had the lineup for the tournament uh, on the uh, website today, So I and I was told from a few people, oh, those aren't the fights, and I'm like, well, I think they have to be, because they're taking bets on it, so... Uh, already, so I think we, I have the lineup, so that's what we're going to go with, we're going to go with, this is the official lineup for the, uh, heavyweight tournament, eight man heavyweight tournament, and then there's, uh, two, an, and, uh, two single bouts in this, uh, Ice Wars 3, so we're going to break it down for you, and I'm going to go in order here, so the opening fight, Travis, the loose cannon check, versus Cole, the Viking Johnson, and I'll start, we'll go, uh, left to right on your radio dial, so I'm gonna go with Alec. What are, you, <coughs> what are you calling here an opening bout here? What's happening? I'm glad you got the glad you got the coal miner cough in there still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> black black lung disease. No, I just uh, I choked on my bush ice here. You <laughs> fuck, Darren! You're choking on your bush. We got to chew with bush ice. You got to chew that down before you swallow it. <laughs> yeah, hard times. Anyways, here. I got I got to I got to win some money on spreads.ca so I can advance up from bush ice. <laughs> Yeah, sinking low down there. Apparently, I don't even drink Bush Ice, and that's yeah. saying something. The fuck, I'm value mule um, broke right now. It looks like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight for like a Fleetwood on four flats, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so for this first matchup between Cole Johnson and Travis Check, I got to go with Travis Check. I I love what he brings to the table in Ice Wars. Um, he's not a he's not the biggest guy, and we've seen that before. But fuck, does he just throw wide open? He really reminds me of like a John Morasty or kind of like a Ty Domi almost. Um. And just the way the way he's fought, I I think he's just going to overwhelm Cole Johnson personally. I don't know. We, I know we had Cole Johnson um in the last Ice Wars, and he actually ended up getting a piece of his beard tugged out in in the fight, which was oh that was wild hurt. to see. Oh that yeah, would that hurt. would hurt. Um, but you know, and that was the that's still that's the only sample size that we have of Cole Johnson. So that's all I can go off of. And same thing with Travis Check. You know, I know he's had some senior senior league fights and everything like that. And we saw I, th- I believe we he had a fight video. Yeah. Um, going coming, into it so we it's
0: coming out that? i'm putting it up on my channel after this is done
2: oh yep. there we go um so i think i just for me it's just the sample size for travis check i gotta that's what i gotta go with it's what i know more about and uh, i like the way he fights too so i gotta give it to check here
3: Jay? Okay. yep i'm uh i'm gonna echo what alex said i think uh, i think check takes this one nothing against the, the, the viking but uh check has been out there he's he, and he's a hell of a lot better skater than i initially thought he was he's got a good base and man he's got some power he i think he could have taken the tournament last time if he hadn't broken his hand um so i i i gotta be honest with you boys i don't think this one's close i don't think it goes the distance either
0: well there's your fearless predictions folks um yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I feel like a heel because Cole Johnson is from Saskatoon here. He's a hometown kid. So, you know, I, I'd like to st- stick up for my boy here. Um, but, uh, yeah, and when it comes right down to it and we're betting money on it, um, yeah, I'm a big fan. Well, I like both guys. I mean, I have nothing against either guy or anything. But Travis Checkman, guy throws bombs. And uh, I've talked to him. I know his hand is 100% healed. And uh, he does have some interest from some minor pro teams, so I know he'll want to put on a show for that. And uh, yeah, this is going to be an interesting opening round bout. And uh, I think I'll be putting. Uh, I think I'll, I. I think I'll be putting money on the loose cannon. I'm nothing. Nothing against Cole Johnson. And uh, but uh, if I'm a betting man, I think that's what I'm doing. And I am a betting man. So. We will see, but, and also I was going to say, uh, Cole Johnson has signed a PTO tryout with the Watertown Wolves of the Federal Pro League, so, um, I don't know, what is it? Federal Prospects Hockey League, I always want to just call it the Fed, but, uh, yeah, so, there is that. All right, and then we get into the tournament, folks. The, uh, first round matchup that I have is, uh, for the tournament is Chris Lockhart versus Ryan Devine, which will be interesting. And Chris Lockhart is a MMA fighter and a Mai Thai fighter. And uh and Ryan Devine, of course, is the heavyweight out of the Southern Pro Hockey League. Uh we'll start and Jay saw plenty of him in Quad City. Uh Jay, what are we doing in this fight here?
3: Well, you know, if one goes back and listens to was it episode was it episode three hundred, the SPHL wrap up episode? Yes it was. I, uh, in my humble opinion, I said Divine was probably the the heavyweight champ of the Southern League last year, um, and I, I can't imagine much of that's changed in the off season. Um, I don't know much much about Mister Lockhart aside from the as you mentioned the Army Muay Thai champion, but there wasn't many guys in the Southern League who could hang with Divine last year, and that's professional hockey players who are out there on skates every day, and I'm. Nothing against Mr. Lockhart, but I honestly don't think this goes his way, and I think it does not go his way early. Um, I don't see this one getting out of the first round. I think Divine's gonna gonna make a statement early on, and uh, on to the second round with him.
0: Out.
2: I have to agree. I will say this though, you know. I, so Lockhart, of course, isn't he's not a, a pro hockey player and we were kind of, you know, kind of skeptical on the fence last time with the Ice Wars 2 event, um, you know, about the guys who were coming in who were boxers or MMA fighters and it wasn't hockey first. Uh, I will say this, fuck, did they do well? They surprised all of us, I think. Yep. Um that being said, the caliber of guy that Lockhart has in Divine that he's going up against uh, is going to be really tough to beat. Divine is one of those guys where he could I think he could hang with the big boys in the coast too, and I think that's where the toughest hockey players in in all of professional hockey are right now, or in either the ECHL or the LNH or your Brett and Alex Gallant. There's really no no in
0: between the, um yep. So
2: I got to go with Divine here.
0: Yeah, and uh, and I think with Chris Lockhart, uh, just going by his picture, looks good, good build, big guy, six yeah. four, two hundred five. Yeah, I would
2: I, I would have owned a shirt if I was him.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 6'4", 205, he's 38 years old, kickboxer, Mai Tai, um, you know, the one thing I will say with, uh, and we'll get into the other MMA gentleman here shortly, I guess that's the one thing, these guys can throw punches, and they can take punches, and they've been taking, so, I mean, I guess they have that, that they have chins, and they can take it, um, yeah, it's the skating thing that's gonna be the, you know, the the big divide, and uh, I know we talked about the uh, uh, old Shake and Bake there. What was it? Dustin uh, Dustin? Yeah, what, Dustin Blake? What was his name? The boxer last time. Actually, he fought well, Yeah, because it was Shake and Blake, wasn't it? Yeah, Shake and Blake. Dustin Blake. Yeah, yeah, it was Shake yeah, and right. Blake. Yeah, and he fought Cole Johnson. And um, he, But he was a hockey guy that played, like, I think he had played some hockey, but he, you know, played record. Like, he had been on skates. In the last minute or so, right? So he, you know... And then you add to the boxing in it. So he knows how to throw a punch. He knows how to take a punch. I mean, if these guys know... If they're good on their skates... That might change a little bit. But again, if you're in a boxing match or or whatever... You're not grabbing and pulling. So And you're not wearing jerseys and stuff. So it's like, well, that'll be different too. So, um... Here, it's a a long-winded answer for me to say... I think Devine's going to win. So... Anyway, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting with the MMA guys. You never know what you're going to get from them. So who knows? But Divine looks so good in the southern, in the last couple years. And he, and he's so big. Um, yeah, if I'm a betting man, as I said, I am my money will be on Ryan Divine. And interesting enough, on in old here. This Lockhart's actually the favorite to win the tournament and Divine is actually a four to one underdog, which is, uh, Get your money in early and often, folks. I'm just saying. But um, yeah, dollar dollar bills, y'all. Fuck yeah. So I'm gonna pay for this Vegas trip somehow. But um, yeah, so there we go. We got uh, we got divine going on, moving on. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have the bracket, so I don't know. Oh, if he wins and he wins, they fight next. I have no idea. I just know the first round matchups. So Um, the What, what are you laughing about over there? Giggles. Is giggles chuckling? Jay, what I are thought you
2: do- so. It sounded like it.
0: Yeah. What are you doing? No, 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 I'm not chuckling.
3: I'm just uh keeping my uh my observations to myself at
2: this point, I'll say. You wanna you wanna read it to the class?
0: Yeah. No, I don't. It's
3: it,
2: it's my note that I passed myself. I'm not standing in the front of the class to read it.
0: <laughs> Five apples tall, bro. Look, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just uh it was it
3: was it was bed early and bed often and I I got to thinking. I wonder if the wife would uh the wife would care if I pull out a second mortgage on the house and put about fifty grand. Divine to, to win the first this first
0: matchup. That's
3: how confident I am in
0: that. There you go, folks. You heard it here. So, as Jay saw it, well, Divine played in Quad City. I think he actually owns a Ryan Divine jersey. For God's sake. So matter
3: of fact, I do the uh, the old mossy oak aqua camo jersey.
0: There you go. So you got the inside track here, folks. See, that's the thing I want to. I'm going to impress upon the listeners right now. You just don't have. I mean, you got, might have a couple. You know, you think this is all just fun and games. We don't know what we're talking about here. There is some research that goes into this. I'm telling you, the fourth line voice. I bring in people that know the scoop and what's going on. I don't. We're not just out here whistling Dixie. So we may be stupid, but we're not idiots. We promise. Exactly. Exactly. So now you lost my. Now I've lost my place. Now what are Round we doing? Two. Okay, here. No, yeah, round. Yeah, next for the next heavyweight tournament. Not
2: not round, yeah, yeah. Next matchup, sorry.
0: Yeah, it's a rematch from Ice Wars 2. James the Hooligan Brooks is taking on the A train. Corey Allen. uh, Alec, what are we doing here?
2: This is a toss up for me, and the reason is when (laughs) in the first fight that they had, unfortunately, for those that remember. This was the one that was plagued by the helmet issue, so we never got to see what it would be like if they would kind of just go wide open with no stoppages. It was kind of stop and start, stop and start, much like the fourth line voice podcast all the time. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, I I wish I could say it was a better sample size. Of course, Allen won that fight, so I you know what I'll say I'll say Allen for the sake of that. We'll say we'll say he repeats, but I know I know Brooks has been working his nuts off too. He's been training really hard, so I, it could go either way. I'll just say Allen. But really, it's probably more fifty-fifty split here. Could go anyway. Jay, I think this might be the
3: uh, the sleeper fight of the night right here. Um, yeah, the, the first fight, what the first the first round of the first fight took like what fifteen minutes to finish, something like that.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah. they
3: they fight for fight for five seconds and then take two minutes to fix the helmets. Yep. Yeah. but uh, I know he said it on your show, Darren, that Brooks has lost like fifty pounds. Yep. Yeah. And you know he's he's training nonstop. He's taking this serious. I don't know anything about Corey Allen or his preparations for it, but just based on uh, James Brooks going through the kind of workouts he's going through, the training regimen he's going through, I think I think the hooligan's going to take this one. It's going. I think it's going to be a hell of a fight, though.
0: You know what? I think it's going to be uh, yeah. And I know. Um... Yeah, Brooks has gotten real serious about this and lost a ton of weight and, uh, has been training his ass off. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I know, uh, well, Corey, uh, shit, you talk about a trainer. He's got Aaron Downey training with him. And, uh, so, I mean, you know, that guy knows a thing or two about fighting. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Hopefully the helmets stay on. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, let's just see, uh, like a no stoppage, like you know what I mean. No, no breaking up with helmets coming off or anything. I just want to see a continuous fight between these two, and we'll see what happens. Um, it, I, yeah, this. I'm, I'm not trying to be Teflon and in the middle here, but really, I could see this fight going either way. Um, I think Allen's got a, Allen's now got the size advantage on Brooks. Uh, but and I will say, uh, that was the other thing with Corey Allen. He did actually play. At the end of the year, he came in with Delaware and played in the, in the Fed League for a while. Uh, eight games, had a bunch of fights, had a really good fight with Amesbury, actually. Um, so, Allen's been active and uh, and playing towards the end of the year. So, that, I think that'll help him. That might give him an edge as well. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a really good fight. If you had a... I don't know, if I had a gun to my head, yeah, I'd probably... I don't even know now. But, yeah, probably Allen. But, it'll be interesting with Brooks, though, with losing all the weight. I think he'll be a lot quicker, too. So, yeah, this could go either way. It really could. So yeah, it'll be an interesting. That,
3: that, that does bring up an it brings up an interesting question, though. So with the helmets, was that was that more of a commission thing that they said they have to have the helmets on, or was that an Ice Wars thing where they said you know we're gonna have the helmets on no matter what?
0: Yeah, like I, I asked around about that and I kind of got mixed answers, and it was almost like they were sort of leaving it up to the refs. Like, if they were kind of in the heat of battle and, a, like, they're going toe-to-toe or having a really good exchange and, like, a helmet came off, I think they were sort of told, like, yeah, don't get in there right away. Like, kind of yeah. let it finish. And then if they kind of separate or slow <laughs> down, then get in there and break it up and get the helmet on. They want the helmets on at all the all time. At the same time, if it pops off right away, oh, you know, let's not all just scramble and break it up. But I think with the Brooks and Allen, it just kept happening over and over and over again. It's like they really couldn't get anything going anyway. And, um, yeah, so it'll be – I know that hopefully that problem has been rectified. I know that what they did – that was a big topic to uh, to deal with. So hopefully that doesn't happen. I mean, obviously I'm sure helmets will fly off. But hopefully right. they, they figured it all out with the leather straps and they got it all figured out. So, you know, because that really killed that killed the momentum for both guys. So, I mean, nobody wanted that. So, yeah, hopefully that's rectified in this one. But um, third fight uh, in the heavyweight tournament uh, is an interesting one. We have Catelyn Big Snake taking on Zach Hughes, who was a last-minute replacement for J.F. LaFrance, who had broke his hand in training. So it was a mad scramble to find a guy. And, uh, Zach Hughes stepped up and he is a professional MMA fighter. And I looked him up on SureDog and, uh, he is six foot six, 275 pounds. Are you serious? He's <laughs> and, uh, his amateur record in MMA was 10 and eight. And as a pro, he's one and one. So there you go, folks. Don't say we don't do the deep dive around here. So yeah. We're, and then, and Catelyn Big Snake, uh, is, well, he's, how big is he? Like he's like six foot five and two seventy two. So, I mean, there's two cats are eye to eye. It's the land of the giants in this one. And, uh, Catlin did play junior <laughs> hockey. Actually played here at junior B in the, in the provincial league here. And then played in the SJHL, played out in Quinnell in the BC league for a little bit. Won a champion SJHL championship with LaRange. And, uh, and he's been playing some seniors. So it'll be interesting how this goes. Uh, Alec, what are we, what are we looking at here? What's the call out in North Carolina? So they both don't have much
2: – well, obviously, uh, you know, Big Snake having the big name and his brother is, of course, Robin Big Snake. So I'm wondering if uh, Robin happened to show him any, any fight tips or anything like that going into this event. But, um, you know, with Hughes, you don't know too much about him. So, And I know Big Snake has a couple fight videos on YouTube. I think he's got maybe two or three, so the sample size isn't very big. Um, I guess I'll just – Pick a name here, and I'll just go Big Snake. I'll, th- I'll say Robin showed him a couple tricks, and uh, he's going to pull out the W versus Hughes here. Jay?
3: I think this – I I know I know nothing about either of these guys. I'm going to be honest with your listeners. I'm not going to mislead you folks out there. I know nothing about either of these guys, aside from Caitlin Big Snake's name and his brother. But I have – I don't know why, but I have high hopes for this fight. I'm hoping that this is going to be – I hope they have the synthetic ice reinforced because those are two large human beings. Yep. Um, and, and As a UHL guy I cannot uh, Robin Big Snake is one of my favorite guys To, to ever lace him up in the United League um, I can't go against the name I gotta take Robert, uh, Robin's brother I gotta take Caitlin Big Snake in this one But I, I have high hopes that this is going to be a barn burner uh,
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting you got two guys in long reaches um, I know this uh, Zach, uh, the MMA fighter does play hockey. I don't think he played at any sort of level, but I know on his Facebook page there's pictures of him on like on a rec team and stuff. So, I mean, you know, he owns skates and can skate clearly. How good he can skate, I don't know, but he's obviously been on skates before. Um, obviously, he's been in fights, he's been punched in the face, so that's not going to be an issue. He knows how to throw punches. So, and with with Catlin Big Snake, I mean, he's been out of the game for a long time. I don't know how serious he's been playing hockey. Um, there is a picture of him fighting in a senior game. Um, so that wasn't that long ago. So I guess he's been in a fight here or there in senior hockey. Again, how active he's been, I don't know. Um, from the pictures online, actually, they, when he was working out here in the last little, he actually looks like in fairly decent shape, like he did, you know, so, um, again, I don't know how long he's been out away from hockey or whatever. Or if he's been playing this whole time, I don't know. So I just remember him back from the junior days, like a decade ago. So, um, yeah, two big dudes, who knows? I mean, it's anybody's game. I mean, it's kind of tough to pick who you think when you don't really know. Like, I don't know how much right. this Zach guy, the MMA guy, I don't know how much hockey, like if he hasn't been on skates in years, I, I can't, I don't care how many fights, MMA fights you've been in. It's, Totally, I mean, you can't. I mean, you're not arm barring anybody or putting anybody in leg locks, so I don't really know what that's going to do for you if you can't stand up on your skates. And I mean, Big Snake at least at some point played junior, major junior hockey, and you know, and obviously still plays senior here and there. So he'll have the advantage on the skates. So I mean, I if again, if I'm betting, I'm picking Big Snake. So. I mean, we'll see, but I mean, the MMA guy should be able to take shots anyway, at the very least, if we have a chin. So, yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens, but yeah, I got to pick Big Snake. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Like you said, the uh, hopefully the 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 ice is re or the the synthetic is reinforced because that's some large cats right there. So, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go with Catlin Big Snake for that one. But um, yes, and then the final fight this this is going to be a barn burner in the first round too. First round fight. Uh, the final one is Andre, was it Tebow? Theobold. Yeah, I, I think that'd be Tebow. the correct pronunciation. Would be yeah. Tebow. I yeah. think. Versus Justin Schmidt, and uh, boy, oh boy! And uh, Tebow played in the LNH this year. Schmidt in the in the Fed, So you got two active players. Uh Alec, what's going on in this one? This is a good one. I, yeah.
2: you know, and and for those that don't know who Andre Thibault is, I, I really recommend you go and check out his stuff from the LNH. Um, yep. Dude just gives goes and gives a hell. Because to be completely honest, I didn't know who, who, like, too too much about him. I remember he fought Swanee this year, and he fought, um, I can't remember, did he fight Parker? Or maybe he fought LaFrance, one of the two. Um, but, you know, I kind of had to do my homework on him a little bit. But fuck, does he look good in his fights, too? He goes wide open, just throws for the fences and you know Schmidt that's the, uh, right up his alley too as we all we've seen the fights he had with Joe Pace we've seen his fights with Amesbury um so I mean going wide open toe-to-toe is the name of the game for Justin Schmidt as well so I mm, I'll I, it's gonna be tough if it really goes the distance and neither guy can really get a solid punch in I'm gonna take Schmidt but I think if Tebow lands enough solid shots in the earlier rounds I, I'm gonna say him so I guess it's a 50-50 split you know, in terms of you know how the round actually plays out between the two, but uh, I, I think I'm leaning a little bit more towards Schmidt just because I think he's got more under his belt than Tebow does. But the caliber of guys that Tebow's fought have been solid. It hasn't been like he's fighting Joe Schmoes. He's fighting guys in the LNH and it's the was well, the toughest league in the hockey league or toughest hockey league in the world for a reason. Jay,
3: yeah, I think this is going to be another. I think this might sneak up on some people who don't know who Tebow is. Um like Alex said he's he knows what he's doing out there. Yeah. He knows how to how to fight on skates. Um and he actually had a pretty good scrap with with Ryan Divine the Fed that like he ate some big shots from Divine so he can take a punch. Um and with Justin Schmidt is if if you're watching Ice Wars if you're listening to this you know who Justin Schmidt is. Um you know he's he's got some absolute wars just for the last 2 years on YouTube. Take, take five minutes and go just watch a few of them. Um, I think it's going to be a, a great scrap. I think they'll probably go wide open, but I think I think Schmidt takes this one. I got to give him the edge, uh, but I am not discounting Tebow by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. I I didn't know much about Tebow. I had to look him up. He plays in the LNAH and he split time in the uh, in the AA league in Quebec as well. And uh, yeah, wide open fighter, a lot of fun. If if it's like the UFC and they did like an air quote, a fight of the night bonus, I think this is going to be the fight. Um I, I think, yeah, both guys fight wide open. Of course, Schmidt won the cruiserweight tournament last one. So now he's got to put on a little bit of weight and fight in the heavyweight one. I think him and Tebow, though, are pretty, I think Tebow's probably got them by about 15 pounds, but I think they're pretty much the same height. Like, I think overall they're pretty much the same size, so... Um, yeah, I think it's going to be, this one will be like machine gun and, uh, rapid fire. And it is, uh, a guy, somebody might get caught in one. I don't know. We'll see. But I think it'll be interesting to, I, I could see it going toe to toe and just both guys gaining advantages at different times. But I, for some reason, I think Schmidt will just have the cardio on him. I don't know why I'm saying that, but I just, for some reason, watching them both fight and all the fights I've seen, I think, and Schmidt's done this before. He's been in the tournament before. He's won the tournament before. He knows how to handle this. Um, that's the other thing with guys with the cardio. I've always said, cardio is the most important thing in these ice wars. That There's some high altitude in Wyoming, man. It'll be interesting. Guys will be gassing fast in that altitude. So it'll be, you know, we'll see. So... And if that's the case, I'm giving it to Schmidt because he's got the cardio. Uh, but this fight could really, again, go either way. I'll go with the veteran Schmidt and having the, you know, the uh, having done it before. But uh, the, I think this. I if you ask me what's going to be the fight of the night, I think it's going to be this one. So, but um, that concludes the first round of the heavyweight of the tournament. Again, I don't have the bracket, so I can't tell you like as they advance who I think is going to... Whatever. I don't have that much information. But uh, we will go to the final fight of the night. The main event. These two have been talking shit online to each other for a couple of months now. And uh, both Ice Wars veterans. And we got Bo the Jawbreaker Cornell and Justice Haymaker Smoke. And this is going to be... this is going to be a fun little main event. I'm actually looking really forward to this. Um, I'm really, what did I just say? I don't know. It could be the bush ice talking. Jay, <laughs> what are we doing here in the main event? What's happening? Um, this is going to be one hell of a scrap. Uh,
3: everybody knows that they've seen the Justice Smoke one punch drop to start the tournament last year. Um, Cornell made the finals last year. I. This is going to be one a hell of a fight. I know Cordell's been training pretty hard for it, and Smoke's been training pretty hard for it. They've been going back and forth on social media. Um, God, I, it, it's hard to call. My gut, my gut says Smoke with the—he's he, got the edge in power. Um, and I, I think Justice Smoke is going to edge this one out.
2: Alec, what do you figure? I got to say the same thing, but that's not for a lack of trying on Bo Cornell's part. I will say because he was in the first one as well, yep. And then he went to the second one, and by far, I think all of us the same said the same thing in the Ice Wars Two review show of how improved Bo Cornell was, and he was probably the most improved fighter that we've seen. And I think this is the first; these are the only two that have been in all three tournaments. If, yep. Or was was check in Czech. all three? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say check was in all three. Yeah, because so,
0: check you know, beat Cornell in the first one. That's right.
2: Yep. Um, so I mean, what a better way to cap it, cap the night than two uh, to two Ice Wars veterans now at this point. I think we could say in are entering their, in their yeah. third year. Um, but man, it, Justice Smoke with his left hand, he just got that bomb, and we we saw him land in the very first round. Uh, what, was the, what was it? Nine second, a nine second knockout, fastest knockout in Ice Wars history so far, and he made it all the way to the finals, and unfortunately lost to Justin Schmidt. But uh, I,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say. I'm going to say split decision, just to smoke. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good, interesting fight. Of course, Bo Cornell has, uh, he uh, he did some sparring with Curtis Swanson, and Curtis Swanson is going to be in his corner for this fight. Um, so, and uh, and he might have a few tricks up his sleeve, and he has greatly improved for sure. Um, and uh, for anybody who want to go back, listen to my Bo Cornell interview, good kid, and... Um, as well as, as Justice Smoke. I've had him on. He's a good dude. Talked to him a bunch of times. And uh, I like both these guys. I hope it's a good main event. Um, again, if I, if you're, I got to pick somebody. So, um, if, I will say if, if Bo uses his length and can kind of cut, because, you know, Smoke likes to throw that big haymaker. If he can kind of block it off like Schmidt did, it's, it, he, he, Smoke might be in a bit of trouble. But uh, I think Smoke with his power overall, I think uh, I think he might land a couple that are pretty solid, and uh, I think I got Smoke winning on points in this one. So, but I'm really looking I'm really looking forward to it. But uh, but overall, there's the, there's your review, folks. There's your card for uh, Saturday, July 15th in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Ice Wars Three. Really looking forward to it. I always, I love these things. I love Ice Wars. I love it. There is so much... People talk so much shit online. I don't care. I love this event. So, um, and I was fortunate enough to see two of them live. And uh, it's a great atmosphere. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this. And, uh, Jay, I know you are. What, uh, I know you got to get going. But what's your final thoughts on uh, Ice Wars 3 as we head into it in two days here? I, I got some high hopes for this. I know it's at, uh, it's at a...
3: a... A traditional country bar, I will say, in a in a wink, wink, nudge, nudge manner. Yes, in a traditional uh, traditional country town, we'll say. A lot of so rap. I'm curious to see how the, how the how the crowd responds to it, how the rink is set up in in basically a line dancing bar, the Outlaw Saloon in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited about it. I yeah, by now anybody who's listened to any show I've been on with yours with you or Alec, they know I'm full-on carny, oh, yeah. so um, I'm hoping that this is a sideshow start to finish, and I, I I love that they're bringing it back again, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad we can record the uh, the preview show again for your listeners, man.
0: Well, and I know you two oh, that was the other thing, I know you two are big like Jersey guys and everything I have, when I interviewed old Charlie Nama there, before we got uh, well, you guys haven't heard it yet, obviously because it's going to be the lead to this thing um, the, uh, jerseys for this one are, are, a ca- are, 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 a camouflage type flavor. So I think you guys will really dig oh, it. Yes. Yes. He said that well, I
2: I, would, I was really hoping that they would go full quad city mallards and do the old Western night fucking theme with the sheriff badge on the chest and everything.
0: <laughs> I think the, think the, the, the flowing blue kerchief.
2: Yep.
3: Exactly. <laughs> See,
0: I think they, they missed an opportunity there. And I think I should have, I should have hit Charlie up with that. With that picture that Jay sent the other day, I think we could have had some uh, cowboy jerseys for this one, but apparently they're going with a camo motif on this one. So it, uh, and there's no modifications. Everyone's got the same jerseys. I did ask that. For, I did ask ah, that okay. question. So, um, but anyway, boys, I always love doing these preview shows with you guys. And I know we're going to be doing a group chat this Saturday, hopefully on YouTube live. So folks, if you're listening, check out the fourth line voice on YouTube. There'll be a live chat if you want to join or whatever. Drop me a line, I'll I'll add you. Whatever. The more idiots we, get, it'll, it'll just be a giant clown car on YouTube. So get a hold of me. I'll put you. I'll add you, and you can yell and scream. We're gonna be drinking Bush Ice. It is gonna be a disgrace. And uh, I might be divorced by the time it's over, but uh, it'll be fun. The Gathering of the Idiots. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll be like the, that juggalo thing that they do, but with hockey <laughs> fight idiots. <so. laughs>
2: the Gathering of the Juggalos. Go. got to bring. Everybody's got to bring Fago, and you can't shower until fucking Monday. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that fat guy will call it the Jiggalo. Yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> there we go. Oh, Not Joe's really bringing the Ashless Chaps out. Yeah, exactly. But I don't – I've tried to keep it on the line because Jay's just dying to leave. But anyway, boys, I'll let you go. Thank you very much for doing this. I appreciate it. Jay, go. I don't want you in trouble. Have a good night, guys. See you later, man. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out
3: and get a coffee while that was on?